do you learn to spell? Blood, sky, and the sun, your own name first, your first naming, your first name, your first word, spelling by Margaret Atwood. Nancy Chen Long is a 2017 National Endowment of the Arts Fellow and the author of Light into Bodies, winner of the 2016 Tampa Review Prize for Poetry. You'll find her recent work in Crab Orchard Review, Ninth Letter, Alaska Quarterly Review, and elsewhere. She works at Indiana University. Welcome to The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Rubinus-Dorsey. Nancy, what poems have you brought for us today? Lessons. Every afternoon, the woman my father hired would push the eraser end of a yellow pencil into the mouth of my mother to teach my mother how to make a proper English sound. I would stand at the screen door of the Quonset hut, Okinawan summer sapphire sky above me, twist the neck of the tiny green brontosaurus clutched in my hand, and I would watch. Blonde, bouffant, cotton candy hair piled high, next to my mother's straight black braid. Candy apple lips, frosted eyelids next to a plain topaz face. No, 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 and yet another press against the tongue. My mother, gagging, a stick in her mouth. Saving my mother. Before he made his pilgrimage to the mountains to become a Buddhist monk, before his red robes flapped like prayer flags in the wind, before he embraced his own neediness and raised his begging bowl to receive another person's largesse, my father was a generous man. So begins my mother's story of how religion saved her, the story of her father's pre-monk generosity. He donated their clothes, shoes, leftover food, sometimes the entire meal, and once even one of the family members. My father was good for giving, my mother would say, so generous with his property, which is how she repeatedly came to be the property of another man. Over time, the story changed. When I was younger, her father had given her to a certain man when she was six, old enough to work a gesture of kindness, her father told her, to someone unable to have a child. Time and again, she managed to get away, returning home only to be carted back, and as my mother recounted this story, I pictured her dropping grains of rice, marking the trail back home. When I became older, it was commerce, the selling of my mother, and each time she returned, before sending her back, her father would beat her with a bamboo cane to remind her how much better off she was in any place other than home. Over time, I came to realize that, unlike Hansel and Gretel, my mother never did find her own way home. Always, a man delivered her, the old fisherman who found her one night stranded on a rock in the sea, the quick passerby who snatched her off of railroad tracks, train barreling down moments away. When she refused to work, the man himself would occasionally return her, the way one might return a defective plow. Her father would have to convince the man to take her back, and so it went until the day her father found religion in the mountains, the day he lost his generosity, the day my mother said God heard her pleas. Hold on lightly. She's never held on to anything tightly. 
As a child, her hand would slip readily from that of her father's. Running towards the school bus, her blue plaid satchel would simply drop from her grasp. At her first job as a waitress, trays fell and tumblers tumbled. Even today, her grip on reality, feather light, you can pull it away from her with the softest tug. You've been listening to the poems of Nancy Chen Long on The Poet's Weave. I'm Romaine Ravinis-Dorsey.